at 43. Uh, yeah. Yep. And, and women, obviously, we're emotionally mature, much younger. I have to double check that. But also, you know, most of the prophets were only, you know, became prophets in their 40s. Islam, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. even in America, I think like to be a president, I don't know how much it was, but it was like, you have to be a certain age, like 40 or maybe, I don't know how, correct me if I'm wrong, but something like this, right? Even mm-hmm. in like Judaism, for them to like study a certain thing, the men have to be 40. So there's yep. something about time. And even if you have so much like knowledge and wisdom and you're accumulating, it's like you have to wait for that number for some reason because something aligns or something, I don't know. At that time, whatever you have acquired and all that knowledge you've acquired, until you're 40 it's even going to boost you even more probably so everybody's on a different timeline so the fact that you were sitting with the elders and gaining wisdom from them and getting deep insight which I also was the same um Mm. it was amazing like adults used to love to talk to me and I think one of my high school teachers we were talking he goes you know you're very wise for your age um you're an old soul so I totally agree with what you're saying and and you're I can relate to that and I'm sure some of our listeners can too Speaking yeah. of men and marriage, today yeah, I was going to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll let you go ahead. What is today's topic? No, 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 no. Go on. Today's oh, yeah. topic. By the way, you're okay. Welcome to Nikah in the City. This is your host, Aisha, and my co host, and your co host, Noor. Noor. Mm-hmm. Take it away, Noor. What is today's so, topic? We have a very interesting topic, which is very beneficial in today's time. Okay, you guys are going to be like, can I get an amen at the end? Trust me, you're going to want to, you really want to want to be here for this. So it's um, how to prepare for a successful marriage. Okay. Mm. And we'll also be delving into expectations of marriage and things like that. Disappointments, all of that. So, right. Can, can Do you want to kick it off? I'll let you kick it off. I feel like okay. I kicked it off last time. I don't know. <laughs> Go on. Okay, I'll take it from here, I guess. So I think with um, what we should do for preparation for marriage is very important. We like from a young age, I was told, okay, you know, you're going to get married, you're going to have to obey your husband, because your husband is, you know, um, your husband. And if you don't, then you're going to have an issue with your, with your akhirah, right with your end. And how do we prepare for that we're not really told we're just told okay you got to cook and you got to clean and you got to look good but what else right what else do we have how else should we prepare and one of the things for me is and it's a very like it hits home for me personally it's about self-love right Mm. self-love is a way of preparing for this a little bit um last topic didn't we slightly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think bit, you're yeah. gonna. It's gonna be a common theme for me. It's gonna be that because it's always going back mm-hmm. to like love, 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 yeah. love yourself. You know, love your creator, love your family, love, love humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all about the love. So when we have like, and then the other time, remember you were talking about uh, the other episode um, where the lady, this guy married a lady, and she was very depressive, and she just would be in bed. She didn't take care of herself, and it was kind of. You know, heavy you know, on this guy. Say, sorry, sorry to sorry to cut you off, but I just have to say to interject. I have to say I'm really glad you kind of educated me on that because thinking about it now, I'm like that was a that could have been a mental health thing, not entirely based on self love. You know, it's based mm-hmm. on mental health, and that's very different. And where mental health is a very taboo in a lot of communities, it really opened up my eyes, you know, to that. So it was yeah. really good for me to get that perspective 
from you on here and literally this is what this podcast is about just literally growing learning Mm -hmm. unlearning things that we're supposed to unlearn but sorry back to what you were saying yeah so no you brought it right to where I was gonna say uh, a part of getting ready is also making sure that you have good mental health right you are ready preparing mentally emotionally physically mentally spiritually okay and mentally preparing for marriage and emotionally preparing for marriage are important. And this is something that, you know, it's based on the individual. You have to work on that yourself. Nobody can do that for you. So Mm. another thing is like when you're, when you're looking for certain characteristics in somebody, right? Oh, I want this and I want this and I want that. Well, do you have those qualities? Right? Absolutely. Yeah, because otherwise, you know, you you know, you're, you're it's not fair for you also to or not you, but any of us uh, that to you know to actually put that kind of a burden. Or for example, right, some guy, a man will be sick, and the family won't tell the the, the bride to be, and they just want him to get married, you know, and at least have a wife oh. and have a wedding, and then seven months later, you know, into the wedding, into the marriage the guy is like on, you know, dialysis or he's chemo or she's in chemo or she's in dialysis. But it sounds funny, but I know what you mean. But go on. Yeah. And it happens. And it's like, this is, this is not fair. Right. So preparing for marriage, what is the point of marriage? Right. Why are we getting married? Why are we told to get married? For me personally, number one is to protect our private parts. That's the number one reason. Go ahead. After that, is yes. that what your parents taught you? Well, I think is that's that Islam. Islam you, where that. does it come from? Where does it come from? Us, like the reasons to get married and all of these things, it comes from what, like our parents, right? So, what did they tell you? Like one okay. day you're gonna get married and da da da, and you know you mm. need to get married for. Was it because you don't want to be a lonely person? You want to have kids, or you know you need to have that all Allah said and just full stop dot. That's it. Yeah, I'm curious. What did your parents say to you, if you don't mind? So, yeah, for me, um, it was because we are Muslim and there is no such mm-hmm. thing as pre- premarital relations. Okay. And so also, cool. yeah, I mean, that's the basics, right? That is like the under, and to have well, kids, to reproduce, but to reproduce. Hold on. And, they- and Islam, Islam says that too. Like in the Quran, it says that you are cloth for each other you are garments for each other right you are each other's half yeah half okay and you are meant here to live together and to to you know to prosper and what was it and to protect your, your yourself like you know from fitna this is your yeah. person yeah so that's that's kind of what i you know what it was and then to please your husband and go to jannah you know what i mean yeah. and, was it. and you have a man to take care of you right because the world can be harsh, you know, let him do the heavy lifting. I find all of those things to be so beautiful, you know. The fact that, yes, we are different to what society is preaching now, you know, to just have premarital sex. So many uh, children do not know who their fathers are. Um, you know, just so, you know, there's no there's no security there. There's no family, like, you know, um, you know, there's no, like, family, any family values or anything mm-hmm. like that, you know. So, anyways, preparing for marriage and... So everybody gets, we learn about marriage through TV, right? In essence, we learn about the wedding, but we don't actually learn about the actual marriage. We see that, you know, 
um, you know, the cartoon with the veil and the and the white dress, they get married. But we obviously, as kids, we don't know. So as we grow up and we become teenagers, our parents probably talk to us about it, right? So my, like, for me, my understanding was always the same old thing, you know, the patriarchal society, you know, the man's the head of the household, he's the boss, and you can never talk down to the boss. That's the ideal thing that was always there. Then it was always, you know, a man is also, I also had positive aspects as well. Like a man is there, he's supposed to take care of you. I yeah. myself, for me, like, I, I don't know why as a kid, I was always high maintenance. I was like, I yeah. want that guy to come with this, this, this. But anyways, obviously my mother, she just taught me, you need to look after your man. You need to make your man happy. Or my mom always stressed this. And it caused me trauma till today, babe. Mm. She always said, or another woman will take him. Mm. I don't want a man that can be hurt, right. that can be taken, you know? But obviously, when you're a young woman and your mother is telling you this, you do not know any better. You're just like, okay, you know, I have to make sure I do all of this. Not because, yeah. you know, that's my husband and I love him and I'm seeking Jannah and rewards and, and, and all of these things, but because it's been instilled in me as a, as a, from a young child that you need to do A, B, C, D, E for your man. You need to do the most, yeah? yeah. Um, or your... <laughs> another woman will take your man. So for me, it yeah. was always making sure that another woman was never after my man and mm -hmm. being kind of like, I'm not going to lie, a slave to my husband. That's what was taught. And again, I don't yeah. hate my mother for telling me oh, this. No. I love my mom. She probably, she didn't know any better. Uh, yeah, but yeah. That's, that's what she was thing. taught. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of women can agree with that, you know, that that could happen. I, I think for me, personally, because we talked about polygamy in the last episode where, um, you know, man can go and get another wife and all of that and how, you know, my family is involved in that. Um, so it's nothing, you know, whatever, it's nothing new. But something I realized that no matter what you do for a man, he if he wants to get another woman, he will. You know what I'm saying? So that was a lot of pressure. You know, a lot of pressure to have and just to be like, well, he's, you know, be a slave. And you know what's funny? It does the opposite. You actually push him into another woman because it's like he sees you as just a servant. Like, you know, you're just there to beck and call. I think men get bored with that. You know, um, they need yeah. to see you on the level. I, I don't know. Allahu alam. But I just think that when you are just giving into everything, giving into everything um, and you don't even have your own mind, you don't even have like, let me tell you a story, right? talking okay, about okay, that I got after you gone <laughs> okay yes okay so basically there was this lady I used to talk to um like remember older ladies like I, I was friends with her daughter but you know I'd be in the kitchen with her helping her and she'd tell me you know certain things we'd talk about things and at this time I was like um I don't know 18 19 right before I got married actually and mm -hmm. she was telling me, she goes, I said, what advice would you have for like, his woman gets married? She goes, okay, listen. She goes, in the beginning of the marriage, she goes, I know you love your husband. You just want to do everything for him. You want to please him. She goes, but don't do that. She goes, don't let him get used to just calling all the shots. She mm -hmm. said, if you, um, like if you guys are going out to dinner and he's picking the side, he's like, let's go here. Let's go there. She says, let's, she says, you should say, you know what? Let's try this place. Even if you don't even want to try it, but just to get him in the <laughs> habit of that, you have an opinion and that you also want to contribute to things, you know, like, let's try this, you know, because some men can just be so domineering that when you give, 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 they get so used to it that in the beginning, if you don't establish that, 
at 10 years down now when you're saying no you know i feel like you know i this is what i want to do i mean we've always done things your way it's going to be too late because he's already gotten used to that <clears throat> you have to still be your own person i think preparing for marriage is to know who you are be your own person and cohabitate and live and be a companion with that person and introduce things to each other's lives not just one person dominating everything because that's not and fair also- yeah, it's not fair. And also prepare for marriage as a man. How are you going to prepare financially? Because you're the provider. So financially yeah. prepare for that. Um, and religiously as well. Know your Islamic rights. What does what what mm. do you what does your wife have to do for you? And what do you have to do for your wife? Things like that, okay? okay? Yeah. Exactly. So all of these things. And as a woman, how do we prepare for marriage? Okay, we need to know our rights. We need to make sure that we are obviously mentally okay. Obviously men too. Same thing with men. Sometimes even more so because a lot of the times they always point the depression and all sorts of mental health mainly on women and people do not focus on men and there are mm-hmm. a lot of men who need those help that help yeah, yeah. i i will tell you um i have a, st- a situation um where um you know i'm getting personal now but hey you know nika yeah. is about being honest okay <laughs> i'll be honest i am a divorcee and i am not um you know i'm proud of not proud of it but i don't feel uh, bad about it i don't feel ashamed, ashamed the yeah. Words. yeah i don't feel ashamed at all so um i'll explain my situation i was in a marriage and of course preparing for marriage all of these things i thought i was prepared for marriage and of course what i grew up learning was things that i wasn't supposed to learn i was supposed to actually unlearn that right was what my mother taught me so i went into that match oh um bear in mind i asked a cousin of mine an advice and i said to her She'd been married for years. So I thought she was a pro. So I had said to her, right? Mm-hmm. What? Tell me about a man, you know? How do I please um, my man and make him happy with me in every way, you know, as a wife, as somebody who gives him comfort? How do I make him happy with me? And she said, and I said, tell me about a man. Tell me how are they like? You know what she said? Mm. She said to me, men are like babies. Yes. Big yeah. mistake. Guess so what who, did I do? What did you do? What did you call oh me do? By the way, is not a, you know, bossed up, clued up, self-loving 32-year-old woman. I'm a little young buck who's just gotten yeah. into the world and not getting married, of course. Because obviously, you know how it is. Get married young, yeah. parents, you know. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not trying to avoid doing all of these things. So I went and I treated him like a baby. Even I though I was that. the baby in the situation, like oh. literally everything. I'm telling you, babe, mm-hmm. I would literally bring him anything he needed. It got mm-hmm. to the point where he started taking me for granted. Yeah. And I still kept giving. And every time I wanted to pipe up and defend myself and go in a rage, I thought back. Right. And this is why it's very important as well to have the correct understanding of Islam, because in Islam, it yeah. says if a woman has is it prays her salah, fasts um, the, her, her um, Ramadan. Her, her Ramadan and she obeys her and her husband her husband is pleased with her she will enter any gates of Jannah like if, if, if I've misquoted anything by the way guys please correct me and may Allah forgive me but that's I mean, what I know to, have to be so my thing is I never wanted to be like divorce me without any reason because I didn't want that yeah. hell on me or have an argument even a simple argument but my thing is Islam allows you to defend yourself and stand up for yourself and not yeah. be abused and not Oppression. be treated like a slave Mm-hmm. But I did that. I treated him like a baby to the point where 
only towards the end when I saw I was getting nothing out of it. And then there was betrayal on top of that. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, that's no when I decided I can't do this anymore. But it because of that learned behavior, he couldn't deal with this new person, this person yeah. that wasn't treating him like a baby. Mm-hmm. But it was crazy. But I wasn't prepared for it. But again, going back to the point of being prepared for marriage, again, people need to work on their mental health. They need to know, okay, do I suffer from A, B, C, D, E? No. Am I mentally right? Because you're going to bring that into a marriage and it's not going to be good. My yeah. ex, he literally had trauma he had post um post-traumatic stress disorder he'd been Mm -hmm. in prison he'd had a lot of things happen to him in his life so he always thought I was the enemy I would there would be times where he made me quit my job by the way anyways there'd be times where I'd be at home waiting for him and he'd come home and say to me I feel like you're at home plotting against me imagine your own husband who you took those Islamic vows (laughs) with who you share a bed with who you feel that is supposed to protect you and you're supposed to protect him he's telling me that he feels as if I'm plotting and planning against him when I'm home alone when I've showed him nothing but love and affection and then the men- and then there was more instances where every time it was I was plotting against him and I couldn't obviously be in this anymore, you know? So I didn't really do my research as well. Who do I want? Do I want, you know, I need to really know this person, you know? And there were signs, but obviously as women, we ignore the signs. But anyways, um, not to keep going no. delving too much into factors, I'm sure yeah. you want to add to that. But no, that was no. My no just yeah no that's why I think this topic is so important to have and I'll be if there are young girls out there who are listening 15 16 17 we are not trying to put people off marriage we cannot put people off the sunnah and sometimes marriage is even wajib to people so please please do not misunderstand us we are not man haters man bashing trying to put people off marriage we're literally giving our perspective and all we're trying to say is absolutely the younger you can get married because you know Again, as that's a, a hadith from our prophet, so how could I deny it? But please be in a point where you are mentally okay and you've healed from your trauma and you've gone mm-hmm. to counseling. That's all we're saying. Yeah. Another thing is, I think like the community probably needs a lot of premarital counseling. We should do that. You know what I mean? You like this you person, you want to marry them. Maybe we can have that on the Kahan City. We can just like <laughs> talk it out. Right, but yeah, I feel like because obviously need- you know you have your your masters, you know, so you know <laughs> that when that when those type of women, I was about to swear by stuff. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on it, but yeah, no, like we need that available, like in the community, you know, there's like you, you know, I don't know. We have to be honest with ourselves. Everybody is responsible on with being honest with themselves. The Prophet Muhammad told us, right, mm-hmm. that. You know, speak the truth, even if it's against yourself. So what? how I can understand that going is this. Okay, hey, uh, I'm interested in marrying you, but uh, I need to know your your flaws and your weaknesses. It's just like the interview. When you go interview, what is your strengths? What are your weaknesses? But we don't need that, you know, answer like, oh, uh, my weakness is procrastination because, or I'm a perfectionist or whatever. Like these things, you need to be honest. Like I suffer from this, 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 right? I have th- this kind of debt, or I am. I have these family issues. Or I have to take care of these people. Or I have these um, these uh, ticks. Like I don't like these things. These things here for me are deal breakers. Like for example, a guy can tell a woman, "Hey, 
I am into health and fitness. So I really, it's very important for me that me and my wife live a healthy lifestyle, which means that I want you to, that's very important to me that you focus on your health. Like, I don't want you to be letting yourself go. And I don't want you to get, you know, the F word fat. Right. So Mm -hmm. this is something that it sounds like, oh my gosh, harsh. How could you say that she's going to be put off? But you know what? That's something that you can respect. You can't hate the person for saying these things. Yes, it sounds like that. But this is telling you like, okay, if this happens, yeah. I'm going to lose interest in you because I am a man and this is something that is basic and that I need. And that's why she I'm married. Tell you now. Yeah, then later on in the marriage. Yeah, yeah, like let me know who you are. But this thing is like, they, they, you, we need to know who we are so that we know if this is the person for us or if it's not. And by having open communications about what we are going through, honestly, as a man and a woman and how we can build together and how we can help each other right and if it's not the right fit it's okay you know next it's fine you know inshallah you get whatever you want but don't go into something lying uh making an illusion omitting some things that you need to know and don't go in there just not knowing the person right ask about them know his family you know what i mean these things are important with today's technology people are getting married on skype on on WhatsApp, online, on live YouTube or whatever. And that's okay, but especially with COVID. But it's like, you need to know who this is. And now a lot of shiuchs, they say that they don't like to do the um, nikah over like long distance or via picture because, you know, you have to see the person. You have to sit with them. You have to like go on an outing and see who the person is, like in a halal way, obviously. But you need to know who this is and you need to be prepared and you need to know what you want. And you got to see if his goals is matching your goals. Right. Is he is this a person that you can respect and honor and and follow and let him lead because you trust him? If I don't trust a man, you cannot lead me. If I don't respect a man, he cannot lead me. It's very important for me that I respect the man. And what does that mean? That he has to be upright. Right. Mm-hmm. Nobody is perfect, but you have to have at least, you know, character. The problem said he only came here mm-hmm. to perfect good manners. So how do you live with somebody if you're arguing and fighting and you're not good? Are you going to be smashing up stuff? Are you going to be yelling? Are you going to ignore? Are you going to be playing petty games? Or are you going to talk and take the Islam and uh, the Quran and Sunnah as your guide into how to solve these marital relationships and even have a community that supports you and talks about issues like nikah in the city, but you know, to help others and give awareness and how we can deal with it, these problems as a Muslim community globally. Mashallah. Oof. Go ahead. You take it away from here. I'm going to get us some stats and statistics, but what do you got to say for us? Noor? No, you just hit the nail on the head with that. Seriously. You just hit the nail on the head. Um, Again, just going back to just preparing for marriage, just trying to seek as much advice as you can, you know. Um, yeah, you know, obviously also looking Islamically as well. How did the Prophet treat his wives, you know? Not just hearing mm-hmm. culturally from an old woman, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's just, it's crazy, you know. And then just looking at all of these things, looking at your rights, because there's been some sisters who've been in some situations where they're committing haram, thinking that their husbands are telling them to say this and they have to obey their husbands, not knowing that obviously you only obey your husband until he tries to get you to obey. Oh, no, because Allah is above everyone, right? The king of all kings. Yeah. So 
some women have been doing that again you know so that again like I just said it's just so important as well and it's so important not to rush things too you know mm-hmm. in our deen patience is like in if you open up the Quran you will find it so many times you know patience it's just so it, again just not rushing things but I, I guess us as human beings we're hasty anyways you know Allah Azawajal says that too so anyways yeah. um yeah I just yeah talk ab- and then talk about things. things like mm. talk about things talk about finances right talk about what the expectations are like here you, you have go debts, you know do you have a gambling addiction do you have any addiction oh yes gosh are you good with oh, money you know you're gonna have a blow our life savings on i don't know a doll yeah. or something <laughs> some people are weird <laughs> like that you know no yeah. i swear I, I kid you not i watched a whole youtube video on this guy who was obsessed with like antique dolls like obsession and he mm-hmm. and he got his whole life savings and obviously there were people out oh. there rich white people who um you know shout out to white people <laughs> rich white people big up, who big, basically, up. big up my white people big yeah. up my white brother and sister in islam anyway yeah. so uh obsessed rich filthy rich obsessed with like these dolls and they would like thousands and thousands of pounds and stuff it was mm-hmm. it was an american so dollars and stuff so he he sold his whole life savings everything his wife everything his children's college fund everything on these antique dogs so again you never know the guy yeah. you marry or the woman you marry might be one of those ones who need help mm-hmm. we shouldn't be shaming them or laughing even though i am trying to stop laughing i'm trying to you know stop my laughter right now but <laughs> again I, People need help, man. Get them help and get yourself some help before you commit to something so life-changing like marriage, you know, again, not in a negative way. It's kind of like signing your life over to someone, you know, to take care of and then trusting in it. And sometimes they may do a good job. Sometimes they may do an awful job. But hey, we just, that's all, that's all we're saying. So I have nine tips that I just Googled. (laughs) uh how to prepare for a marriage this is just some things that i think could help us all like get more perspective and what we're looking for so the first one says change me to we Mm. okay so it's more about considering your your future spouse in your plans and your dreams and other things that you would do marriage is a partnership and the two of you need to be on the same team so put aside the ego and the self-centeredness. Oh, gosh, we were just talking about that, right? One person always running the show. Yeah. yeah. The second one is learn from a role model couple. Of course, alhamdulillah, we have that in Islam, right? The Prophet Muhammad and his wives. He is the best of yeah. examples. So, you know, it says here that do you know a figure or couples that set a great example of a lasting marriage and long-term commitment? If yes, then learn from them. Ask them about how to handle the disagreements and arguments, how to balance work and marriage, and how and also observe how they treat their spouse both in good and bad times. Through the years, surely they have found secrets or two for a long-standing union. Their wisdom can be a guidance for you to act as a married couple and also as an individual. Any comments? I love this. <laughs> yes so, i'm not gonna lie obviously google i'm not expecting much but i love this <laughs> it's how you search so that's why we make it easier for everybody we just bring it to you guys on a silver platter so uh what that so this here i feel like um when it says how they treat their spouse both in bad and good times this is very 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 important 
because you can't stop loving somebody or treating them good. Like here, I can say like, okay, I love you, but I don't like you right now. I just need my space. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to poison your food. You know, no, I'm still going to do my duties. Right. And whatever it is, but I, I still have the right to have my space because I'm upset. So as a Muslim man, you can't take advantage of your wife when she's upset with you. And you want to say, I command you to do this. I am your husband. Obey me. That's just so disgusting and low class. Like this is not good. This is oppression because you're taking away the person's free will. And especially Mm -hmm. if they didn't do anything. Right. Or if you're upset with her and she says, oh, I want and a lot of men do this. Right? Uh, women complain that men can change so quickly their emotions because remember, they're like babies. And I wanted to add to that comment. You said my father also said that he said men are like children. A lot of people say this. You give them what they want. They'll be happy. Ugh. But we're ex- we're expecting like a father figure, somebody we can get wisdom from and, you know, have this deep conversations. But the whole time he's like this guy who wants to play Xbox and, you know, wants you to make him a sandwich. Right. Like, well, what can you f- pour into me? Like, can you be there for me? Like, I'm there for you. I need you there spiritually. I need you there emotionally as a woman, you know? Yeah. OK, so that's one. Let me let me get going. Um, uh, One more. Subhanallah. One more thing. Number three is uh, attend premarital classes or courses. Hey, that's a really good one. I think we should make up a little course. Yeah. Yeah. So whether if you're in the dark about marriage or feel like you can wing it once you're in it, there is no harm in getting more knowledge about premarital classes or courses. Usually they have a counselor that can um, answer your questions and enlighten you with some useful insights or help you get through certain pre-wedding anxieties or fear unlike getting tips from parents or friends the counselors are known to be neutral and non-biased so that they can get so that you can get an objective advice or information i think that's very important for somebody to be objective not like you know your parents or that their parents it could be both like what did the quran say it said that if you have a problem then you bring somebody wise from her family and a wise mm-hmm. person from his family and they will be yeah. the mediators right mashallah like allah tells us everything already so if you can have that from the beginning, right, you guys establish those people that you're going to have if you don't want to go to a counselor or if there's nothing available like that. I think that would be a good way to because the thing is, like my parents divorce happened because, you know, they say like they were young, they were in love and they were mm. so tempered and they didn't know how to deal with their issues and they didn't have anybody to sit them down and say, no, you can't do that. That's wrong. And you, you need to do that. You know, that's not right. You know what I mean? And push them together because shaitan gets in between it and ego gets in. Mm. It's like, no, I hate you. I don't. And then later you regret it. So this is very important. I think. This is so <laughs> random, but I, I want to know so much about like how you grew up in the sense of like, your life and mine too i want to share that too just generally yeah, out there we we're will. just going to be really transparent but go on i think I, I think i think i think we, we can do it like on we can do tiktok <laughs> or youtube live and we can have you know people coming in and we can talk about it and get questions like that live and be with them mm-hmm. we can consider that but for sure i think as the episodes go on i'm going to be giving up but if you have any questions ask me i if you think of something just ask me if and, and you I'll, need any advice please feel free. We are two non-judgmental women who've experienced a lot in life, you know, and we, we're not here to judge. We're here to learn. We're mm-hmm. here to inspire and we're here to grow all together. You know? Yes. 
grow together. Yeah. I don't want anybody suffering silently. That's the worst thing. Yeah. Oh. I've been there. And I'm sure we have all been there, right? Please, yeah. Okay, number five. Oh, sorry. Number four. Start adjusting and planning your finances. So we kind of touched, you touched up a little bit on that earlier. Yep. So there will be quite a shift, a shifting from handling your finances as a single to managing your household finances together, sharing your wealth with your spouse. And because Mm -hmm. money issues is one of the main reasons for divorce, which is true. Main reason for divorce these days is because of finances. Um. Like, I'll put up with you cheating, honey, but uh, you better be bringing the bills, right? Because we're not mm-hmm. going to deal with you broke and cheating. So there's, like, something got to give. <laughs> I'm just being, nobody, nobody should cheat. Brothers, but get another wife. You can't Pick a struggle. <laughs> struggle, yes. We are willing to work with you, brothers, but pick a struggle and let us choose if yeah. we are able to or not. Yeah. Okay? Okay. Uh and because women, okay, so, and because money issue is one of the main reasons for divorce, we can't stress enough how much important it is to start adjusting and planning for your financial life before you get married. It should be done together with your financial fiance or, you know, your intended. Be open about your salary, your debts, assets, or investments, and share about how long-term plans, dreams, and goals. Once two of you know what to expect from each other, start making changes into your money habits, like start saving and avoid spending impulsively or putting off some bills that can become debts. Here's the thing. Uh, what, what I'm trying to say is when you have a meeting with a brother, you say, how much do you make? I want to know what you make after tax. <laughs> we're not saying that. That's, that's what we're not saying. Or, or uh, what do you bring to the table? Come on, you guys. We got to talk. We got to speak yeah. better. We don't talk like that to the Family, person. You what do you right bring there. to the table? Yeah. Yeah. What do you have for me? What can you do for me? Right? We don't do that, I you guys. Brothers and sisters. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I said some girls will be out here thinking they're the creme de la creme, you know, thinking they're much mm-hmm. better, like, you yeah. are getting a pee- a dying piece. So what are you gonna do for me? And I don't have to do nothing but just stand there, you know? Yeah. And like it's a trophy. Yeah. But yeah, I, mean, sorry. I, have, I have a I have a son and I would not want him to be with somebody like that oh, for sure. Yeah, babe, a hundred percent. Get it? Yeah. So my I, child is not going to be that. Absolutely not, you know. Okay. Uh, there's a lady that was talking about she takes her sons out like with dates and stuff like that like she, she she takes him out like not on dates but like when he's a little kid she'll no. go on a little mommy and daddy date and stuff like that but i know that's I not what you're it. talking about but it mm-hmm. going back to what you just said like your son won't be that and your son uh, my son uh, you, it won't be you know i'm just gonna accept a trophy and a glittery no you i mean my son you're going to need substance can this yes. woman is this woman's gonna be the mother of my children do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes. Um, talking about that is important. But here's the thing, right? Islamically, we know that the man is a provider and that the woman keeps her money. Even if she's a millionaire, I know they hate this. Um, it's her money. But, I mean, if she's a good woman, obviously, she's going to want to, you know, share with you. She's going to do that. But you should not, like, extort, extortion and manipulate her and financially abuse her. And vice versa, women should not also financially abuse men. And, Mm. you know, they think that, you know, it's easy to take care of a household and that the man is like thinking long term for the retirement. And she's like, I want a Gucci bag. And she already has Mm. seven of them. Like, come on, you know, ladies, Mm. stop it. Don't do that. That's one thing. Another thing I wanted to add about the finances is that 
it said here, right? When we're not going to take everything from them. Like Islam teaches teaches us how to also do things mm-hmm. in our yes. way. So, so when it's saying like, you they have to be that honest, from us, have, sorry, yeah, go yeah. On. Of course, we are not feminists. Actually, Islam liberated women a long time ago. So yep. the thing is, is like my father has this view, and I think some men might also share the same view. Mm-hmm. He does not believe in telling your wife how much money you make. He thinks that as long as you're provided for and taken care of and you have everything done, you don't need to be snooping around in my bank account. You don't need to know mm-hmm. what I what I have. I don't know if that's right or wrong, right? But given, you know, the how everybody's in fear of like, you know, being taken advantage of maybe or whatever, Maybe they just feel like a little bit for themselves. But women would be like, well, the reason why you're hiding it is because you're probably doing something behind my back. But it's like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. If he's doing something behind your back, trust me, it's going to come to light eventually, ladies. Don't go looking yeah. for things, right? Live in bliss mm-hmm. as long as you can. But uh, I don't know about that. What do you think? Should should they tell? Or like, for example, they can have a joint account, but they each have a separate account as well. I like, think you know? they I think they should tell because I think it's nowadays the way it comes now is like oh what's your favorite color okay how old are you blah 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 and stuff uh, how much oh what do you do blah 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 okay when you first meet initially the first you're not going to be straight down. away but after a while you get comfortable a few months down the line how what's your salary I make this much after tax I make 35 after tax how much mm-hmm. do you make boom you know- and they tell you they could lie again, like your dad. I think your dad means let him lie and say a lower price. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Shout no. out to your dad. But. My, my dad, I think I, I should have him on the show one day. Get his, inv- <laughs> get his advice. But I think he would say this, right? Because as his daughter, if I come and complain to him, like, oh, Baba, you know, um, this has happened. And he's like, okay, is he taking care of you? Is he doing what he needs to do? Okay, then leave him alone. That's his favorite line. Leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You leave him alone. Like, if he's doing everything he's doing, like, because the thing is, it's like, when a man loves you, he shows through his actions. He's mm. providing. He's waking up. He's getting all these things. You need to be grateful. You need to be patient. As women, we know that in our nature, sometimes we even maybe don't even recognize the good that they do sometimes, even if they did. And this in the hadith, right? Oh, I've never seen anything good from you, whatever, whatever. And I think that really affects men. I know we say yeah. a lot of things, we don't mean it, but really deep down, they won't show it, but I think it will make them feel like they're not appreciated. And when a man starts Stop to not feel appreciated, yeah. if they start yeah. to feel not appreciated, you're going to get a version of a man that is just like robotic. You're not mm. going to get all of him. He's going to shut down, but he's still going to do what he has to do. His providing, his everything, you know, but as women be like, well, I'm not cooking. I don't feel like it. I don't need to cook. I just feel like we don't have humanity in this day and age when it comes to marriage anymore. Like this is somebody's son. This is somebody's daughter, you guys. Yeah. So being honest, so one more thing, when you said like going down the, uh, like going down the line, like in Islam, I think the best way and uh, that we should be doing, and I think that's the problem when we talk too much to a person for too long, um, with nonsense, you know, building feelings, this is not good for, I think, this is not a good way to prepare. I think that in Islam, we have sit downs, we say, okay, I'm interested in you. Okay, limited the talking. Right. Because you want to save that, that, that beauty, that innocence, that, you know, that, that anticipation like, oh my God, I'm going to get married. Oh, you know, like keep it there. Well, like, that's so important. 
But if you're chatting like 12 hours a day for seven months and then now you're like, how much money do you make? What? No, no. He's not even going to be happy with that. Right. You got to be like, okay, let's have a sit down. Um, This is what I'm expecting. This is what I want. This is what kind of life I live. Uh, I like these kind of things. I, I love maybe I'm high maintenance. Right. Or maybe I'm low maintenance. This is who I am. Are you able to support my lifestyle? Because in Islam, a man should make her lifestyle as she was or better. It's not good to demote her down a lifestyle that she is not used to. So whatever you want to do with your money, fine. Just make sure that you are doing what you need to do. But yeah, so talking period, preparing for marriage. We'll talk about the talking period, I think, in another episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. Um, so inshallah. Yeah. <laughs> I always really? say I have a lot. Huh? You see, at the end, I got a lot because huh? I do. <laughs> That's why I'm like, because we're coming to the end, and I'm like, no, I have to. You know, I like to go on and on, detail everything. So no, it's okay. Let I love it. I love it. So, um, our listeners, please do take the time to um, find us. There's a question that's going to be on there: how to prepare for marriage and nikah. We would love to hear and read your, um comments so let me hurry up and just go, go through this number five is talk about children okay so you know that some people may not want kids there was a, a fr- my father told me that he had a friend of his and he was very upset with him because he said he got, was getting married to a younger uh you know because he's like in his 50s right the guy and he was marrying a younger girl who's like 20 or 30s or something like that and he didn't want to have kids but she did and he didn't tell her that and he was just playing her. And my dad got upset with him. He said, no, you shouldn't do that. You got to tell her. That's not fair. You know, mm. you can't do that. Like talking about children, how much do you want? Can you have children, right? Mm. Um, you know, getting in, t- making sure that your health is good, uh, knowing genetics and, and all of this good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, you have to, if you're not mentally prepared to talk about it, uh, about having kids, it's going to be a challenging issue to handle because a man can be like, no, no, I don't want to have kids now. Let's wait. Let's wait. Like, you know, on uh, 90 Day Fiance, Shaida yeah. and Bilal, right? She's like reaching, she's like 30 something years old and she's like, I want to have kids. He's like, oh, not right and now because he already has kids. two other kids. You know, oh. she has two other kids and, you know, he's just stringing her on and she's like, win, win, win. And he's like, oh, inshallah, he inshallah. Kids. He has two other kids. She has none. She doesn't have any, and she's like, I want to have oh. kids. Like, what? And he's just, you know, we'll see, we'll see. Come on, what do you mean we'll see, bro? Come on, like, don't waste her time. And you, you, you string her along this time, you know, whatever. I'm gonna start I'm watching gonna... that because I stopped watching that. Yeah. Yeah. I stopped watching I mean, from um, um, which one did I stop watching? You know, um, the family Chantel. <laughs> yeah, oh gosh, I can't stand them. I don't even watch that. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I, I stopped watching it up to then, and then I kind of watch a little bit of um hair and there oh, yeah uh, hair and there but i watched that one. Oh no okay. no 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 the one i stopped watching was um sorry i know we're going off topic but um what's it called the lady that's married to the nigerian guy and then she gets surgery oh. done and she's like a grandma oh yeah. god michael and Karen, yeah and the what's Karen, her name yeah. she's not Karen. Uh, something. i don't know I whatever <laughs> oh gosh that's gonna bother she's me in nigeria she'd talk down how dare you, Nigeria? Are you crazy? Don't even. Anyway. I'm American. I'm American. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Um, yeah. So, so for kids. So you need to have a better understanding, uh, you know, discussing how soon do you guys want to have children? You know, what you want, how, you know, whatever. Like, this is something important that has to be discussed. Number six is practice forgiveness. 
So forgiveness is one of the keys of a successful marriage. So you should be prepared for this. Holding a grudge to your spouse will only harm your relationship and create a negative climate in your home. Instead, learn how to forgive and see the silver lining in the hardships you might encounter. The way, that way, you can learn from each other and grow together without being divided by bitterness and resentment. Mm. Number seven, uh, keep an open eye. Sorry, keep an open mind and be flexible. You might have some expectations about married life, and remember that you shouldn't expect everything to be perfect in a marriage. There are going to be ups and downs, and you need to be ready for it. Have faith in your future spouse and your relationships, so that you won't give up easily when faced with marital problems. You should also keep an open mind and be flexible because there will be changes in your life, some that you may not expect before. So prepare yourself to be more adaptable. Number eight, discuss the boundaries. You and your future spouse might have different ways of thinking, contrasting perspectives, and also particular wants and needs. To minimize friction in your married life, make sure that you discuss the boundaries with him or her beforehand. And you, before, after you get married, what is okay and what is not okay for you to do? Can your spouse be still be friends with his exes? Of course, this is not Islamic, right? Mm -hmm. Should you share personal issues with your family and friends? Talk thoroughly and agree on, on the limits together. This is very important. What do you have to say about mm -hmm. that before I say? No, it, that's definitely important, 100%. Like, like these you... Yeah, go on. Sorry, I told you go ahead and I'm interrupting you. No, 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 it's go, like, go It's like, for example, right, if he, if the brother meets a sister who is not wearing hijab and then he says, oh, it's okay, accept as you are. And then later on, he's like, I need you to wear hijab. It's his right to say that, but he should say that in the beginning. Do you know what I mean? Or look for a sister who already wears hijab. You get what I'm saying? Like, don't try so to change the person after you're married. Grows as religiously, and his iman becomes stronger, and he and he studies Islam more. And then what he wants from his wife is for him not to be a the youth, which a lot of men in this day and age are. What if that's yeah. the situation? Can we really blame him? You know. So well, yeah, all of well, yeah. he needs to be clear about that, right? Expectations, like or boundaries. Listen, I don't want you to free mix with men. I don't like it if you are um, doing know, any kind of city. I don't like it Wait. if you're doing nikah in the city. So if you want to marry me, you have to quit nikah in the city. Oh, yeah, by the way, I'm married to this guy next week and he totally doesn't want me to do this podcast. So this will be my last, you know, recording. Aww. Joke. <laughs> Joke. Well, I would have supported I... you because I'm like, okay, well, if that's what you have to do to please your man and get to Jenna, girl. But dang, wow. okay. <laughs> what do you want me to say? I'm not going to be like, no, divorce him. No, no, no. Like, you know, yeah. No. So, so alhamdulillah, no, you know, keep an open mind. Disclaimer, it was a joke. But oh my, my heart yeah. dropped. So that was a good joke. Allah, you, you got me. And I was like, she's telling me this live. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just a little lighthearted, little, you know, little lighthearted. Little, little banter. I love it. Okay, number nine. Mm -hmm. so yeah so another one is should you share your personal issues with family and friends i don't think it's a good idea but this is something you both need to talk about Absolutely you know not and i don't bring people for us to go deep into that but go on yeah okay number nine uh build this is the last one so build your friendship and learn to laugh it off the best way to experience a great marriage is by having your best friend as a spouse facts oh my god See can him? you just read that in slow motion 
the best way to experience a great marriage is by having your best friend as a spouse. <laughs> it's like every rom com ever made. Yeah. I feel see like him. See him. See him not only as your lover or leader, but also as someone that you can talk to about most anything, almost anything. Share your passions with and confide in, even someone you can be yourself around. Just as friends do, learn to create a positive atmosphere around each other and try to laugh at some of your problems to chase it away rather than handling it in a too serious manner. Yeah, chase it away. Yep, yep. So, so basically, this is something that you need to be as a person, right? A person who is lighthearted. Yeah. How do you deal with, with problems, right? Um, Because if you're with somebody who is like always depressed again, and you are the, as a woman, and men are babies sometimes, you know, and you have to emotionally fill them up and support mm -hmm. them. Like the Prophet Muhammad with Khadija, right? She was there for him when he was afraid, and she said, no, don't worry. God would never do this to you. Like, you know, you got to be, you know, backing him up. Like you're his biggest cheerleader, right? But he also needs to do that for you. It's it's important, right? We have to be amazing companions, great friends. Like if you don't want to hurt another Muslim, you wouldn't want to hurt your husband and wife. That's the closest person to you. Wow, we had an amazing like session. Do you have any concluding thoughts about every uh, all that we talked about? Your yeah, final notes? Yeah. yeah, final notes is, again, what we spoke about. Just none of us are ever going to get it right. We're human beings. We're here to make mistakes. We're here to live. We're here to grow. Of course, we're going to make mistakes, you know. But the thing is, is that, first of all, let's just all be kind to each other, you know. There's a nice quote yeah. by Plato. It says, be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a harder battle and with that we should implement that into marriage but also we should also try prep the youth for marriage as well you know we yeah. should hold like seminars like once every year yeah. or once every few months and speak that you know it could be all girls and then all guys on one side or yeah. you know it could be two different events it doesn't even have to be you know at the same time just talking about you know how marriage is like again not putting the youth off it but just being realistic goals, you know, yeah, yeah, all of these things. So all of these points we spoke about. And again, I just thank you so much for reading that Google stuff because all of those points were just like so super important. Um, and it kind of, that kind of concluded everything we were kind of, most, some of the mm -hmm. things that we were saying, which is really important. But um, yeah, you know, preparing for marriage, super important. Um, you know, we need to really, help the youth you know so then they yeah. can help themselves within that marriage because there's no point in then trying to help them while they're in that marriage and they haven't done the homework beforehand right it's kind of like taking them into mm -hmm. an exam without preparing them and obviously yeah. they're not going to know marriage they're going to know relationships through tv and haram and zina and all of these crazy mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. through tv so it's up Red to pill. the muslim yep to speak about it and to not try and get some influences of like young people who are not as cult from the same culture do you know what I mean you can be from a Caribbean culture right a Caribbean mother she will not be able to give you the advice that you need as a British young girl because where does she get her advice from slave away from a man you know the man you know what I'm saying you know yeah all of these things so yeah. again like I said super important prepare for marriage um expectations of marriage uh would be you know you won't be <laughs> disappointed as much if you prepare from the beginning do your homework yeah. people and yeah. uh that's all I have to say 
Mashallah. And just, you said it all for me, but I'm just going to add on to what you said about the seminars. I think that's amazing. I want Nikah in the city, like we said before, right? Our goal is to have it a global community of Muslims, like this whole red pill, you know, movement. They, uh, we don't want our youth to be learning that. Women have rights in Islam way before feminism gave them rights. Women need to understand yep. that. Muslim women need to be I'm proud of that and honor that and not abuse that either. And Muslim men also have had a, an amazing status in, in the ummah. We need to uphold them to that and also support them and be there for them. And I think that having the seminar, having the global, um, you know, um, community, it's going to be amazing. And it's going to strengthen the ummah, inshallah, because we want to prosper and live well and do good and please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is us just trying to spread awareness and be there and cultivate something amazing so that we can all share and benefit from it. You know, even my kid, like I want him to have a place where he can look into and have a community that is familiar to him and what he's expected to be because we are Muslims and we have ways of doing things and to be prepared for nikah and marriage is very important. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Mashallah. It was a great podcast. I like it was cool. It was. I like it. <laughs> I can't wait for the next one. What's the next one about? What's the next podcast going to be about? Okay, the next one because I need everyone to know that we are not here just for the sisters, just yes. for all women. Oh Again, yeah, yeah, like we are not. So it's going to be about you know, um um the men in this world mm -hmm. and how a lot of men unfortunately nowadays where women are being you know go women you can do this being um um appraised and, and put into higher positions and you know everything's about a woman you know when it comes yeah. to um s you know um sexual um assault and things like that it's all you know the me too moon it's all women 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 justice for women and all of these things and of course no i'm not saying we don't have justice for men because of course black lives matter in um obviously you know a lot of the black men that have died, I'm not saying mm -hmm. that I don't want anyone to misunderstand me. What I'm trying to say is a lot of the times we focus so much on women that men are suffering. A yeah. lot of men are being emasculated. What's that word? Emasculated. I can't pronounce we it. We don't I know. know we don't says. know because we don't do that. So we don't know how to say it. Yeah, we don't know how to say it because we don't do that. But a lot of men are struggling and we're not focusing yeah. on their mental health, how much suicide yeah. is going on within yeah. the Muslim community and all of these things. So we're here to discuss that and that will be the topic. So it would yeah. be um, speaking on that. So stay tuned, guys. Inshallah. So we're going to also, Inshallah, we're going to be having um, some brothers to come and join the podcast. It is not yeah. just for women. So but yes, It would be men and mental health okay. and men and mental health. Um, are they suffering in front of us? And also we will touch upon, um, you know, um, emasculinating men, how they feel in as a, um, their role in the Islamic society, you know, all of these things, inshallah, right. we'll discuss on. Sorry to cut you off, inshallah. Aisha. No, it's okay, Noor. And just to add to that example, think of it as how men are feeling like slaves to women because they have to go and provide while the woman oh, is having yeah. a attitude oh, at home. Yeah. Yeah. You get her a ring, that's just one carrot. It's a big problem. Yep, so many things. Oh, my God. All right. Oh. Yalla. Okay. We love, we love you guys. Tune in next time. We love you. Mm -hmm. alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And now, this is... Yalla, habibti. I'll see you later. Okay. Ma'asalama.
Love you. Bye.